Hey, Pasa, Peaks and Valleys family. My name is TK Trinidad, and I've been in the broadcast industry for about 10 years now. And you wouldn't believe how everything is changing. For example, podcasts. Before you needed expensive equipment like mics and headphones, but now all you need is Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. First off, it's absolutely free. Second, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Third, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make money from your podcast. It's everything you need in a podcast in one place. Make sure to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I hope you guys enjoy this episode of Peaks and Valleys with TK Trinidad. Ciao, guys. When you see the pink and blonde hair all up on your TV, you know what it is. You have seen her on Fox 5, The Breakfast Club, and she's been featured in the New York Times and the list goes on. If you want well-balanced, responsible journalism, the Jasmine brand is where you go. We discuss how Jasmine went through a few situations in her childhood that taught her how to be resilient no matter what. Life as a media mogul ain't easy, and Jasmine joins Peaks and Valleys to talk about it right now. They say it is the darkest before the dawn. But what do you do before the dawn comes when all you have is candles and nightlights guiding your path until morning, until your sight is restored and you can see your way out, your way through, your way to the other side. You push with all your might until the day breaks and your victory comes. This is Peaks and Valleys with TK Trinidad. All right, folks, if you are looking for balanced journalism, then the Jasmine brand is where you go. And the co-owner of Jasmine brand is here to talk with us. Now, a little backstory. If you Google Jasmine, you're not going to find much, <laughs> which is a good thing. You know, you're at the top of an empire. So I just kind of wanted to get into, you know, like, is there a time in your life where life got a little bit hectic and you're like, I don't know, this is the direction I want to go or if I'm supposed to be going this way? Well, first of all, thank you for having me. And um, second of all, I didn't realize it until you said it a little bit ago that I know that I'm private, but I didn't know that I'm so private and that other people notice it. And if you just go Google me, it's <laughs> it ain't too much there. Yeah, well, it's what's supposed to be there and which is yeah. good. Yeah, it's not that much here. So throughout my journey with the the site and the, my business, there have been a million peaks and valleys. Um, I think probably one of the bigger ones that comes to mind is um, actually when I started doing this full time because I, you know, I've told this story a number of times, but I never wanted to be an entrepreneur. Um, I started this site for fun. Um, I wanted to, I, at first I couldn't remember, I couldn't, not that I couldn't remember, but I couldn't figure out what to write about. Mm -hmm. Um, I was going to do like cover events or I used to have, I used to know all of the music. So I was going to do like music or something. And I was a marketing director at the time when I started the site and just to backtrack when I was younger, I wanted to be a broadcast journalist. So I went to school, I went to Morgan state university in Baltimore Nice. And so I was told that if I wanted to be like on air and do like news reporting, that I would have to start in a smaller market and that I would make like twenty thousand dollars. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, that's not going to work for me. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, I kind of grew up not having the most money. So I just kind of didn't want to relive that again. Right. So said, well, let me just stay in this arena. I did like PR and then um, so out of college, uh, you know, I got PR jobs, marketing jobs, whatever. So, I, But I always wanted to do like news and that kind of thing. But I kind of took that to the back burner because I didn't want to be broke. Um, yeah. So anyway, I fast forward to when I started this site, um, it was for fun. It started as a hobby and it kind of took off. I was in D.C. And so my job found out and they ultimately told me that I would have to pick between my nine to five job that I love to right. have getting paid on the 15th and 30th or like this site. It was like an ultimatum. So that probably was probably the most challenging thing wow. in this journey that I've probably one of the top three probably I've ever experienced. And so like when you made that decision or in the midst of making that decision, like what was your like go to? Like, did you, you know, sit in silence? Did you talk to people? Like what? How did you process through that? Um, I definitely this is the type of person I am. I've already made my decision usually in my mind. And then I talk to people like I don't usually talk to people to find out what I should do. I didn't already. I didn't already like I'm gonna do this. And, you know, it, it really wasn't. It wasn't anything I was, it was like, it wasn't really a hard decision. I just thought, well, oh, I'm at to quit. Like, you know what I mean? Like I just, but I, I was not prepared. I knew that I would have to quit. And I've, and I've said this before, but like, I have always been like afraid to miss a window of opportunity. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, I feel like we have these windows and not, and we can miss them and maybe, you know, God allows something to come back if you're not ready or whatever. But I just have always been terrified to miss like a window. And I felt like I had my entire life to, if I wanted to go back and work a nine to five, I could do that whenever I wanted to. Right. And I just bet on myself. Um, so, but I, I remember talking to my mom and my mom was like, well, do you want to wait, you know, like have some savings or whatever? Cause I, I couldn't have had more than $5,000 in my account. Like it, it, I had really nothing. And then mm-hmm. my, my dad is an entrepreneur. And so my dad had always, when, even when I was doing PR, he's like, when you go open up your own shop, when you going to do it. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. Like I like my benefits. I'm not trying to, this is not, I don't, this is not what I'm looking for or whatever. But I knew as soon as they said that to me, I was like, Oh, how about this bitch? That's what I was thinking. Like <laughs> I'm out of here, but I hadn't really thought through, like, I never, I didn't know how to invoice anybody. I did. I wasn't really making money like that. And I remember when I was charging for ads that, um, I would like add up all my bills and yeah. I would just charge that. Like I would, I didn't know what I was doing. So <laughs> it's just like, I was just trying to, come, so, and I, but I did, you know, I just did it. I didn't even really think about it. And then also it's just me. I don't have kids. I wasn't married. I didn't have a man like that. I couldn't keep a man because I was always working. So it wasn't really, it was just like, I wasn't even thinking how I was going to pay rent. It was just child. If I had thought about it, I would have been like, okay, wait a minute. What are you doing here? So, so so let's back. So you didn't even think about how you were going to pay rent. So how did you, did you just, so so here's the question then. So did you just believe that it was going to happen? Like, did you believe so much in the dream that it was going to happen that you didn't fear that you weren't going to pay rent? I just felt like, you know, I, I felt like, and I don't know if this is an arrogant thing to say, but I just really have always felt like nobody can really outwork me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So like, yeah. I am super driven. Like I, and people don't know that. And it's a little different now that we have, it's, you know, it's 
a company now. Mm-hmm. It's not that I'm not driven, but I know how to like shift and pivot and work smarter because I didn't work smarter. I didn't have a choice. It was just me. But I just I knew that nobody could outwork me, right? Because mm-hmm. I sacrificed everything. So I knew that I would figure it out. So, um, yeah, I just thought I'd figure it out. And it was I just didn't I did not. And I know people like I never had a business plan. I never mm-hmm. I didn't have anything. I didn't know how to pay my taxes. Like, and I would not suggest this strategy to anybody, but I just, I was like, all right, well, we just have to figure this thing out. So now could it be, cause my dad's an entrepreneur as well. And I fell into the same thing when I started like my skincare line. It's like, I knew I wanted to do a business, but yeah. then when it kind of went to that next step and we we're getting orders, I was like, Oh, we have to pay quarterly taxes. Like there's so much things that I had no idea about, but I feel because my dad was like a business owner, like a lot of things kind of came naturally, like the, the inclination to do certain things came naturally. So is that one of the reasons why you kind of stepped out because you saw your father doing that type of stuff? Maybe subconsciously. Um, I've just always been super confident in, in my work. So I always felt like if I, if I was a, a realtor, I feel mm-hmm. like I'd be kicking ass. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that's the type of person. I mean, I'm just like, I'm just soup. And it's not even like, it's just on, just strictly off work, off drive. Like I will, right. I will work. Like I'll definitely figure something out. I just feel like whatever, if I was to sell, you know, if I was a whatever girl, I, like I'd be getting it. Like <laughs> whatever, I would just be like, okay, let me figure. Okay. Like, well, okay. Like, you know, I would just, you know, and I think, Subconsciously, I think maybe because my dad is an entrepreneur and always would like, you know, like encourage me. Like he, my dad is just like ghetto, like not ghetto, but like F them. Like you, you know, like you got mm-hmm. this, that kind of thing. Um, and then my mom is, I grew up with just my mother and I seen her like hustle and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And also, first and foremost, like I believe in God and I definitely have been blessed. Like, and I just, I feel like the drive has been a blessing for me because everybody doesn't have that. And I feel like just the first thing that you always have to do is just put in the work. And I felt like I was, I was willing to do that. Um, so that was helpful. Yeah. So do you think that like certain things come into play? Because I have the same type of mentality too, but like, I'm, I'm like a child of immigrants. I'm the first, firstborn. Like, I feel like certain things positioning like where you were placed in life kind of like organically happened like that's natural like what you're saying that makes sense to me but then when I talk to some other people like you know going all night working on uh, something for your business does not sound appeasing to them and like that's a sacrifice where to me it's just like it just needs to be done so do you think it's like the positioning like you know who your parents were you know where you grew up um you know just genetically that's that was your makeup I do. I honestly do. I feel like I feel like me struggling growing up, I feel like gave me a certain different, a certain type of drive that maybe it didn't give anyone. And, you know, the thing is, everyone's journey is different because you are you see people that are successful and they grew up privileged and which is is a different journey. And it's right. Partially, they are successful because they are privileged. But, you know, you can have all these different type of backgrounds Um and make it. I do think it has something to do with me struggling growing up. I think it has something to me do, you know, seeing my mother, um, you know, having a father that was entrepreneur and having that inner drive and just challenges I faced. You know, I think probably if I was if I would have got married younger and if I would have had kids, I don't mm-hmm. know if I would have chose this. I don't know if I would have had that same sort of focus. I may, maybe you never know. I, I may be. But I do feel like 
those different elements combined kind of uh, contributed to like my path and how I was how I was able to do certain things. Yeah. So you you mentioned it a couple of times, like you were struggling when you were younger. Can you like tap into that a little bit? Like what what was you know, I, I had somebody on. It's not really funny, but they were talking about like sugar sandwiches and stuff like that. Like that that was a thing. And so can you like just tap in, like talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I remember uh, I remember it just being me and my mother. My father lived out of state and I was raised by my mother. And I remember, you know, lights being off sometimes. Or I remember like what not the water not being on. And I remember like I remember she probably doesn't even remember. This. I remember her being like, why you didn't go to the bathroom at, at school? Like, you know what I mean? Or, um, you know, like I remember like just not having everything and it getting better as I got older. By the time I got to high school, it got better. But I definitely remember, you know, wanting certain things and not, you know, my mom being like, ask your dad, you know, like it was like those kind of kind of things. And I remember, you know, even honestly, like I just remember, uh, and I don't think it's anything I ever talked about publicly, but I just remember when I was younger being shifted from different houses sometimes. So staying with my grandmother or right. staying with my aunt or I stay with friends. I, you know, I, things like that happened to me when I was younger. Um, and, it, it, you know, and I, it, that kind of, that, that's a lot of people don't, a lot of kids don't experience some kids in foster, you know, you have that, but you know, I just remember kind of it being a period and my mother was in a abusive relationships and stuff. So I remember seeing that when I was younger, that stuff I don't really talk about publicly, but I think, you know, those are things that shaped the toughness and the resilience in me, you know, like right. had I, you know, and I, obviously I, I wouldn't want my children to grow up like that, but had I not gone through that, I don't know. I may be a little weaker. Like I, I don't right. know. Yeah. I'm really, I really have, um, and I didn't, I never really thought about it until now, but I think those kind of things that are heartbreaking, you think about as a kid to go through that may have something to do with how I, why I move the way I move, you know? Right. No. Yeah. I mean, I, I always say that we're a product of our experiences and it's just one of those things where it's like almost like building blocks. And, you know, they, they really shape us, especially when we're younger. Um, but let's kind of pivot to the business. So that now you're the Jasmine Brown is thriving. Um, but, you know, unfortunately, or maybe fortunately for you, let me know, you know, business is not always, you know, popping. And sometimes like there's that those ups and downs. Is there a time where like now you're you're entrenched in it like you're this is all you. Um, is there a time where it's just like, man, um, yeah, I want to go back to nine to five or I don't know how this is going to work or an interview went, you know, awry. Is there a time that that happened? It happens all the time. <laughs> it, it happens, you know, it's just like, um, I don't, and it's something that I would like to work on is to enjoy moments of, you know, accomplishments and stuff like that. So I don't, I'm not really good at those, but yeah, there are always times when, you know, shit goes left, you know, it's just like, and then it always happens. Like never just one thing. It's always like, we're getting sued. Somebody's quitting or like the traffic's down. Like, you know, it's just always like, I, and I, but I think it's just, you know, I've had the site for so long. We've had the business for so long. It never gets normal to for these, you know, having these little moments of challenges. It never right. gets normal. It's never like, oh, I remember that happened before. It always feels like it's the first time it happened. So, so things, those, go ahead. 
So what goes through your mind when like, you know, shit's going awry? Like, oh, okay, th- this is what's happening today. This is going to be one of those days. Like what, like what, what's your process to kind of get through that particular day? D- depending on how serious it is, usually I start laughing. Like you got to be fucking kidding me. Like that kind of thing. <laughs> You know, and I'll, I'll talk to my Meyer who owns the site with me. I'll hit him up and we'll have a conversation. He's usually pretty level headed mm-hmm. um, about things. So he's pretty helpful in, in putting things in person. He's always like, Jazz, like this is, this happens all the time. And I'm like, yeah, but still, like, what's, you know, and it's, you know, it's just, it's just something I, I just try to talk myself down and just, I give my, I give myself some grace and some time to kind of be in that moment and then, I try not to get stuck there, but I, I haven't mastered that yet. Um, but let's get into any future. Pro- no, wait, there's one question I do have. The pink and blonde hair. And you might have, you know, stated this before, but it's 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 consistent. Like I was doing um, I was looking over some stuff for my reel. And I was like, girl, you change your hair like all the time. Like it's 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 all over the place with you. You do change your hair, but you maintain the colors. So it's very consistent. It's very like we like, it's almost like trusted now. How did you decide that this is, this is the path I'm going to go on? I wish it was something deep, but it really wasn't. I had, (laughs) I used to be on the carpet and I wanted to stand out on the carpet. And so I remember going to the, um, I, I for years I had locks and then I cut my locks off and I had like a little short fro and it was blonde and um, I remember thinking, like, what do I do to stand out? Because everyone kind of looks the same on the carpet. Everyone kind of has the same look or whatever. And I went to the salon. I was like, oh, maybe I'll do, like, a patch of color or something. Like, something fun. I don't know why I was, why it even came to mind. But so I went to the salon, and every uh, I had them pull out all the colors. And everyone in the salon voted pink. And that was just kind of what I went with. And then I just I felt like it was kind of people knew me based on it was just like oh the girl with the pink hair or whatever yeah. and, um it kind of just stuck like it was kind of like my brand or whatever yeah. and um, so and, and, you know a lot of times and I, probably if I saw you out and I had my hair covered you wouldn't even know it was me like you people don't know my face mm-hmm. so I'll just tuck my hair away not that people know what I look like anyway but I'll just tuck my hair away and people you know don't even know what or whatever. But like every once in a while, somebody be like Jasmine. And I'm like, and they're like, I can see your hair sticking. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So. so you just decide to just cons- like, just consistently when, when you do other stuff, it's like brand recognition now. Yeah. It's brand recognition and it. And it literally, it, it works. Any style I do, I'll just try to put it in there subtle. Um, and it just, it's just how people recognize me. So I just kind of stuck with it. I'm over it, but you know, <laughs> That's what I was going to ask too, because it's like, I, we have so many options, like the the options just feel like there's a different fly hairstyle almost every month. And it's like, you can't even keep up. And we have so many options now. So it's just like, I don't, I don't even know how it's like, do you look at pink and you're just like, man, okay. Like I want to do this other color, but you know, sometimes I do. um, And people have encouraged me to try other things, but I'm just like, I feel like, as a personal, as a person, I don't feel like I'm known enough to change my hair yet, but I, I usually, I'll see a hair, a hairstyle I like, and then I'll just work backwards. Like, how do I, how do I just send it to my style? It's like, Hey, how do I incorporate pink into it? And we just work it like that. Okay. All right. I like it. I like it. And then, um, any, I know you don't really like to talk about future things for the brand, but anything that's like about to pop or anything that's like, people should look, look, look out for. See, I'm such a weird, I don't like talking about future things. 
you know, we have some stuff cooking. I don't <laughs> I got some personal stuff cooking. I think that'll be cool. Um, personal I'm, stuff, like? Like personal stuff, girl. Personal stuff, child. <laughs> personal stuff, child. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. Because I think somebody had asked me um, one time, like, what TK stands for. I was like, yeah, that's that's for my mom to know. Like, we ain't, we ain't going there. Oh, one question. One last question. If you were to, in one sentence, um, encourage somebody to continue on, like they're in the midst of their their valley, in one sentence, how would you encourage them? I would say, uh, trust God and put in the work. Boom, there it is. Thank you so much, folks. If you guys, like I said, you want well-balanced, not like, you know, just check out the website if you haven't. Um, but thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate you. I appreciate you for sharing your stories because again, I know you're a private person. So thank you so much. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, sometimes people just see you and they just feel like, oh, well, you know, she, it just kind of came to her because she was in this position or she knew this person or whatever. And that's often not the case. So, yeah, you know, I you. <laughs> yes. you and me both, you and me both, but thank you so much. I appreciate it. I hope you have a blessed rest of the day. Thank you. Peaks and Valleys is produced by Josh Rodriguez and TKO Productions. Spoken word and voiceover is done by yours truly, Lem Gonzalez. Thank you for listening. And remember, after the darkness comes the dawn.